episode two underway. Right, so that, that, that I, 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 so I've started stuttering, Chris. What a start! We're what off a to. start. So, <laughs> so, so this is episode. Was it two? Two. Seeing that as if I want um, to count through in it. Aye, um, <laughs> and it's so. This is episode two of the podcast, the fuck it list. Is that what it's called? The fuck it list. Fuck with, it list. Um, fuck it list with Obi. With Obi. And uh, well, Chris as well. Chris Penn as well. Who's, who's the kind of sidekick? Or, I don't know. I believe executive producer is the title. Is that is that is that <laughs> you call yourself as your as your host slash co-host co-host slash co-host slash uh, uh, I am brew provider. I am brew provider. All right, you're, like, you're doing more for the rest of the relationship with me. <laughs> <laughs> you never text first. I, 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 I don't. I don't. I don't. And I was late the day as well. Anyway, so this is the last the last podcast. There's all <laughs> a two part series. Uh, there's already a little bit of kink in the armor or falling out. <laughs> um, so episode two, and we've not got any plans this week. I know what's weird about it. Um, you know, podcasts are different. I've always found that they're like I've just started rat- ranting on. Um, oh, I remember Folly. Follow the thing. Follow us on Obi Comedian. Fuck it, this podcast. We're still working out all the social media and stuff like that. Yep, again, I did that in the last episode that I've slightly edited so far, and I'll put all the things up Aye. on the screen. So, so, so a channel for the podcast, plus I've got my own channel as well, so we'll put it up on that, and I've got my own you know, podcast channel as well that I've done me daft bits in my car. Uh, I know I was fine there. I like to speak about what's on my mind. I like the idea of just going with what's going on your head. Aye, some of my favourite episodes of podcasts are like... Just random conversations Aye. that they come in and a bit like today, we've got nothing planned. And we've got nothing. And, uh, and, and I kind of I felt there when I started, I wasn't ready. <laughs> no, I wasn't. You know what I mean, do you ever get that? Like, and, I, and that's a good thing. And that's a good lesson in life, I think. Aye. These people, um, they, 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 they don't do things because they don't feel ready. Aye. You ever but, heard that? Like, they have a plan to start a business, but I don't feel ready yet. Well, that's when you should do it because you don't Aye. feel like it. Just that, just jumping in. Like jumping into cold water and just shocks you into it, and you aye, aye, because I I felt like that the day because I, I don't know if my mood was a wee bit low the day or something like that. That sometimes happens, and I was like, on the way in the car, I was like, I don't feel as if I've got any part of the day. You know what I mean, I just I've got nothing, man. I've, I've got to speak for an hour. I've got fuck all. <laughs> I've got nothing here, and and you're kind of sitting there and you're like, oh, you, you're playing about with your thing, and I'm like, I've I'm I've I'm not ready for this, because because you know before a gig, see an actual gig. Because I've got like a, um, what's the word? Uh, procedure, a, not a procedure, like a, a routine. Routine, uh, that's another word. You've got like I, a... I know what you mean. You've you got like a... <laughs> this is great content, isn't it? Google words. You know, you've got like a routine. It's no, it's no routine. What's the word? It's a kind of a... I know exactly where um, it is. I've got a... If anybody knows the word, I'm trying to think it is. Let's Google it. It's obviously oh, what you've got like a uh, um, ritual. Ritual, yeah. fucking yes. <laughs> I didn't even Google it by the uh, way. It came I know. To me. <laughs> I'm actually raging that you got it before me. You, you ever do that when you're waiting? You're trying to think. You're like, you, you're at, you're into your music and you go, "Who sings that song?" The one that goes do 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 do, and, and all night you can't get it. Then you wake up at four in the morning. And you go, "The Proclaimers." And then you phone them. You phone I've them. Got it. <laughs> so when you're watching a film and you're trying to get an actor and see if you get it without googling it. You feel so Aye. good about yourself. I know, but then you hate your pa- if your pal gets it before you. You're, so I'm actually raging at you. <laughs> I'm not going to. See, right. I was already. This is the last episode. I was already in a bad mood. <laughs> I couldn't mind that word rituals. That cunt got it before me. It's meant to be my podcast, and the sidekicks fucking out doing me. The, the fuck it list with Chris. <laughs> Chris. 
Aye, it's actually just Chris's fuck it list now. <laughs> so, so what I was saying there was, um, right, see, see before a gig, I don't know if you're like, this with music, Chris, so you got like a ritual to get yourself in the right frame of mind before you go on. Like maybe something you do unconsciously, you, you kind of are. I, um, I do always get nervous before gigs, right. like regardless of the size of the audience. I'd say I actually get more nervous if it's people I know. Me as well, mate. Um, Aye, totally. Which I'd say most of my gigs do have at least some people I know. It's Aye. like just a, an event that you've sold tickets to your friends and family. And then I'm like, I'd actually just rather this was like strangers, strangers in a pub. Aye, because your pals are more judgmental. Aye. One of my, well, you definitely feel like they are anyway. One of my worst of our early gigs was when all my pals were there. <laughs> and Because I, I, I don't know, it's music's different. Because when you start comedy, it takes you a while to kind of get decent at it. Because you die in your arse quite a lot. I mean, I've died in my arse musically plenty of times, to be fair. So. Aye. And, um, so I remember one of my first gigs, Latashi's in Glasgow. I don't know if you remember, I don't think it even exists anymore. And um, I've not heard the name, now. And that, it was maybe my fourth or fifth gig. And I think I'd done a couple that were all right. In my head, they were all right. They're probably <laughs> shite. But for a first act, I thought I was doing all right. It was getting laughs. But, yeah. you know, whether it was as good as I thought, I don't know. Because I've seen new acts think they're doing well but then in reality I don't know what the fuck you're doing <laughs> and, um, so I, one night I brought loads of my mates with me probably about seven or eight of them and I was nervous as fuck because yeah. I, I don't give a shit if it's strangers but my mates were coming and the way in the, the, the bus my mate Big John gave me a bottle of Buckfast <laughs> and I hate Buckfast it's, it's one of the only drinks that, now, now there's certain drinks that turn you into a dick yep you know like I, I'm a happy drunk Aye. 99% of the time but there's like if I, I've drank whiskey before I've drank what fast and these two drinks and the, I'm not a fighter I never get in a fight but know that kind of way you get kind of you get a bit angry you get a bit growly the eyebrows scowl up and you go what the fuck are you looking at you prick you just get that so that so I get bucked fast and, then, and when I get into the gig I wasn't on for ages it was like an hour and a half before I was on yep so I was at the bar, I was my pints were going down faster than usual because <laughs> I was nervous. I think I had a few shots. The time I got on stage, I was on a pallet. So it was like it was just a blue pallet was a stage. <laughs> and I was shite. I, I was just being abusive. So I thought I was being like Frankie Boyle, but I was just being a, an abusive cunt. Did you think it was like that? Have you seen the Bill Burr thing he did in Philadelphia? Uh, so it's a famous bit. Was it like a gong show thing he was doing? Or was he getting heckled to fuck? He was getting heckled to fuck and then he turns it round on the audience and just starts ripping it out of Philadelphia. Aye. But it does it to the point where they actually like start loving it. Did you See, think that's what was happening? Kind of. <laughs> a, as well, that, that probably happened well after this. Aye. But that, he done that because he's good. <laughs> you so, did that because you were pissed? Aye. So he, he done that. He That worked well because he's a good comedian. Yeah. When I'd done it, I was just a drunken, abusive cunt, <laughs> and uh, I wasn't. There was no skill behind it, so you could get away with that with, with skill. But I was just rambling, and I had to get off stage because a, a big guy in the audience stood up and says, "Sit down, or I'll punch fuck out you." <laughs> and, uh, and and you know what? Like, like, it doesn't matter how many good gigs my mates have seen. That's the one they bring up. Oh, absolutely. I, I, you might have had a great gig there for these hundred people here, but remember that time <laughs> at Latashi's where we didn't want to speak to you again after that. <laughs> so my point is, right, I went on to a ramble back, again. Back to the ritual. Aye, so when I first came in there, I didn't feel ready. And it was a kind of a lesson, I think. I think I've learned a lot for that. Um, but I, I went into it anyway, and, it's a, and that's part of the fuck it thing. Yes. The, the idea the that the titular fuck, fuck it. 
is probably why I come up with that. Fuck it, just do it. Because I've got a kind of ritual before I go on stage. I kind of a pace a bit. So I pace a bit. I kind of just pace a bit. I don't like. I don't talk to many people. No, I'm the same. Before gigs, like if it's at all possible, I'd like to try and be myself. But aye, obviously in a lot of venues, you don't have like a private dressing room unless you're playing in like you know an arena. Which aye, don't know about you. I've not. No, neither, but, but I mean, never. <laughs> Done the hydro a couple of times, stuff. <laughs> aye, so so it's like aye, you need to be in your own head. Aye, but like a lot of my gigs, I'm like also doing the sound, and there's aye. other people playing, and I'm trying to help them. And I don't have a minute to like get in my own head before I start. Which, aye. in some ways, it's maybe good that you can't get too worked up in your own head about it. Aye. But in other ways, I'm like, no, I'd like a wee minute just to like chill before I start. Aye, but even no matter how nervous I am before I start. I'm always within the first song. I'm like, oh, but that's just feels natural. Back to where I yep. used to be. Do you know what I mean? Yep. And I and I and I, I've got a ritual. of that, right. So I pace about a bit. And what I do is sometimes if you're not in the right frame of mind, which I don't think I was at the start of this, I feel all right now. Aye. Uh, so I just passed the first song. We're, in, we're nine minutes in already. Aye. So so, <laughs> um, so the first so so I, what I do is I actually visualize. I do visualization shit, right? Mm-hmm. So I kind of visualize. Uh, so not all the time, but if, if I'm not feeling that, if I'm feeling that kind of low. Can I mood? I'll visualize a gig. I'll remember being in a gig where it went well. Right. So I'll, I'll kind of maybe get a. So I'll, I'll have a couple of minutes. So I'll kind of close my eyes. Or, so I'll change my posture. I'll kind of stand upright. Mm-hmm. I'll shake about a wee bit and I'll, I'll kind of visualize a gig where I just was on good form. Yeah. So I'll visualize seeing the audience, hearing them laughing, yeah, uh, remembering how I felt and what I seen, make make the picture bigger and brighter. I do that in my head and I visualize, I hear all the laughter and all that. Aye. And it kind of recreates that. Kind of, it like try to channel the energy from that time that was good into yep. to do the same this Aye. time. Aye. And it's something that I, that I do a lot. And it's, it, I mean, for example, like, if, if, can you think of a time when you, I don't know, right? If you think of a time when you felt brilliant, when I felt brilliant. It doesn't have to be a gig. It could be like a night out with your mates, your girlfriend. It could be like just a family thing. Aye. Aye. Like, well, what have you got? Last time I was on holiday. Right. Where, where were you? I was in Tenerife. Tenerife. Aye. Just you and the missus. Aye. Right. So see see just that, right? You notice um, just mentioning that your mood goes up a wee bit. Aye. So that, that's, that's, what I, that's what I do. So how can I... I try to bring that to... Aye, and I think it works in general for um, kind of mental health shit. Aye, so a lot of people that, not to generalise, and I'm not a medical professional, let it be known. But right, this is uh, the <laughs> this is the medical section. Aye, we are now become psychologists, though, right? Doctor Chris, this is my advice. Aye. No, but um, you know, a lot of people that might be depressed or whatever, they sort of wallow in it. Aye, do you know what I mean? They might be sitting going. I'm miserable, I'm suffering for this, I've aye. had to be off my work for this. But Especially they, working just back the day. <laughs> oh, aye, that'll make somebody mentally ill, won't it? Aye. Um, aye, I think, but the, like what you're saying, channeling the energy, in your case, try to channel positive energy. Aye. They're doing the same thing, but basically the opposite, just remembering aye. a shit time and just perpetuating that, and aye. that becomes their every day. Exactly. And, and they might have a shit, shit stuff going on, that they can't avoid, fair enough, but they're not helping themselves by Aye. bringing and, that. And that's energy. probably how I was feeling a bit dodgy just before I started. Aye. I'm not dodgy, just a feedback. You know, that kind of fuck. Uh, but then when I started thinking about it, you, you start thinking about good things. So I, you do get into a kind of cycle yeah. sometimes. And there's a thing where um, 
like a great example, right? We're talking about Darren Brown now. Do you like Darren Brown? Oh, aye, aye. Right. So he I read his book years ago, I've read a lot of your stuff and um so there's a thing called a pattern interrupt. Okay. Right, which is um it's amazing. Like, I, I, we're, we're, we're talking about Darren Brown. We've not, I've not even said hello yet. Hello. <laughs> uh, so, so, Der, so Darren Brown, and I've heard a few examples of this, and I've done them as well. Um, where, so, so it's basically, if somebody's in a certain frame of mind, you confuse the fuck out of them. Uh, and that, that stops the train of thought. Aye. Right, so for example, right, a, um, I'll give you an example of that. So he was walking... He said he was out years ago, he was doing a gig before he was famous, and he was walking along, and he seen a guy walking towards him, and the guy was angry, and you could tell, you could tell somebody's just looking for a fight. Yeah. Like, I think he'd been on the buck fast, <laughs> and he was just angry, I think he'd fell out with his girlfriend, and, and Darren Brown at the time was dressed up, well, like, he kind of was kind of, when it was quite early on, he dressed up with top and tails and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So imagine like you're in a rough place. Imagine who's walking about Cumberland, some Jakey seeing Darren Brown walking about with this kind of all this kind of fancy shit. Looking so this a guy, or something. aye. So this guy walked by with it. What the fuck are you looking at? Or something. Like, I'm paraphrasing, but the guy was angry, looking for a fight. Aye. And so Darren Brown knew how this stuff worked, and he said something ridiculous. Like just something they made up. Like, says, do you remember this wall used to be bigger and it's now it's smaller? Or it's just <laughs> and there used to be budgies on it. Do you like cats? Just something totally ridiculous. Aye. And he just the guy. He was in this angry frame of mind, and he just caught the guy off guard. And the guy just got totally confused. Didn't know what to do. And then Darren Brown, it's like a hypnotic thing. Yeah. Took him in a different direction. Aye. I think I've seen I think I've seen him tell that story. I think it was on when he was on like Joe Rogan or aye, something a possibly, few years ago. Because um, it rings a bell. But I I remember I remember him talking about that, just saying something that sort of obscene and out of the blue aye. to make somebody think like just try to rationalise that. They're like there must be a reason he said that and why can't I figure it out? Aye. It just totally fucks up. And brain. then aye. But that sort of can potentially get into their head and think. It, just reset their mood because you're like you kinda of forget why you were in a mood. Aye. And it's like it's like um so, 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 so if you see if you have felt aggressive towards me, you'd either be expecting me to run away or a fight. Yeah. So you're expecting two outcomes. But Darren but if you Brown, turn around and go, here's what cheese toasty. I believe it. <laughs> and I and I done it myself. I done it one night because I read this. I was always fascinated <laughs> with this stuff for years. Aye. And I remember being in. Where was that? I was in the box. I think. Oh, I like box. Remember the box? I was it. It was either the box or sleazies. One of the two. They're next yeah. door to each other. And I was, um, I was, at, I was at a gig, and I was there with another comedian, Will Set. So was his name. I don't know if he does comedy anymore. But we were just having a beer, and we ended up kind of talking to these girls, right? And there was nothing in it. We were just chatting to them. We we're just kind of chatting to them, having a laugh, and, and that was it, mm-hmm. right? And uh, there was this wee guy, you know, these wee kind of small man syndrome guys. He had a bit of muscle, right? But it was a wee kind of growly guy, and he couldn't cope with the fact that I was talking to this girl right because I don't know I, I don't know why and is I it was... one of these ones with the skin tight t-shirts aye aye do you know him I know a few of them I. <laughs> so he's walking about he's kind of growling at me and, uh, and I think he was talking to her earlier but I was just chatting to her having a laugh for not just for for just for the, for the sake the, of being a nice human being a nice human having a laugh uh, but he came up to me and said something they went who the fuck do you think you are? You're too old. You're old because I was a bit older than this girl. For, for a reason. Like, you're an old cunt. 
And it was like, fucking who do you think you are? You're just getting aggressive. And at that point, I looked at him, right? I looked at him and I'd done this. I smiled I went, and I went, <laughs> and I'd done that because I'd read this. <laughs> and at that point, the wee guy, just his mind was blown and he fucked off. <laughs> he genuinely just fucked off outside for a cigarette or something. So it works. Aye, but then they come back in later on and they apologised. I, mean, I don't know what happened there, mate. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just, I've, I've had a lot of shit going on in my life. Interesting. Aye. I was I, expecting that to be like he came back in and he was all starting again, but no, now you seem to actually aye. jar him enough to actually I reconsider. Fucked, <laughs> I just fucked his brain up. It was brilliant. Excellent. I've never done that to you. Well, run away first. If it's a big guy, like, run away. I'm aye. not assuming, like, if you're, if you're in like, the Russian mafia chasing you, don't just go, run, run like fuck. Is then from a distance offer him a cheese toasty offer a cheese toasty <laughs> a kitten and there was another guy right another story I, sorry I'm on a I'm on a um, there was a guy called Rintu Basu right who who I read like he was an NLP guy you, you read mm-hmm. NLP and stuff like that uh, no, I know as I said last week my dad's kind of right. into that kind of stuff so I've Aye. seen some of the stuff he's done so he wrote the guy unfortunately died a couple of years ago this guy but he had a similar story that he read about this and he's got a book, a book as well and I read it in that and he had, like, was in Glasgow, he stays in Glasgow, right? And um, two guys, or one guy, was trying to mug him. Right. So they th- threatened him. I don't know the full story, but they threatened my knife. He said, give me your fucking wallet. Said, give me your wallet. So if somebody comes up, you give me your wallet. And so, so rather than, because he knew this stuff as well, and he went, thank God you're here. <laughs> I've lost my wallet. Can you give me a hand to find it? <laughs> And uh, so he, he had these two guys up down the street looking for his wallet. Expecting that when they find it, they're going to fuck off. Aye, it. And, and, and eventually they never found it. The guys were, oh, sorry, oh, thanks lads, sorry. <laughs> and they, they just fucked off. So he just used that principle. Yeah. Just totally confused the fuck out of them. Because it's and probably uh, the, least, the last response they would expect. Aye. They would either expect to get the wallet and the guy runs away. Aye. Or he tries to fight them. Aye. He wouldn't expect them to be like, oh, actually, see what we're here. I can help you find my wallet. So, so they, they they're doubly fucked. So they are confused and they think, oh, maybe if we find the wallet, then we, that we've got the wallet. Yeah. So, but they don't find the wallet, and then they go, ah, fuck. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> they probably mugged some other poor bastard after that, right? Enough, but somebody that doesn't know the tricks. Uh, so it's good self-defense technique. Um. So that's your pre-show ritual. Then get yourself in the main space of. Aye. A good one. I kind of, sometimes I don't need it because I feel like, like at the festival because I'm in the constant buzz of the three weeks, I'm all right. Yeah. But, I, you know, same as the day when I'm kind of feeling a bit, <laughs> and I had to do a gig at night, I'll need like 10 minutes before it. Aye. Uh, to get, so I can get myself from a bad mood into the right frame of mind within 10 minutes. Yeah. For a gig. You then know. do you ever do it just in day-to-day life? If you just Aye. wake up with nothing to do one day and you feel a bit bleh. Aye, aye. Will you do the same thing? Aye. Um, so I'm actually going to, um, like, that's when we were talking about the Patreon thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually going to do a, like, do a kind of online course on that to put on the Patreon at some stuff. Cool. So there's there's other stuff I do where, um, like, um, and I used to do this, because uh, what you think about determines your mood. Mm-hmm. So I think there's three things. There's, there's how you, how you um, stand, like your, your, your um, physiology. 
So that's a lot of what you eat and all that affects that as well. So some, you know, sometimes you eat loads of shit and you feel like shit the next day. Not very well. <laughs> so maybe that's why I feel like shit today. I ate loads of shit yesterday. <laughs> I just ate crisps all day yesterday. Was like, they were I'm in a bad mood. Um, so your physiology, how you stand, right? Um, can I make, so if you stand up straight, so if I'm, so, you know, because you can tell if somebody's depressed and in a bad mood. If they're all hunched over, you know what I mean? Yeah, but if somebody's kind of like you that. never see a depressed person with really, like this kind of posture, like marching around, Aye. looking at each I'm in a terrible mood, I'm going to jump off a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> see, I see you don't get that. So, that would be one of these obscene things you'd say to somebody what? if they tried to stab you, and you'd be like, Well, I'm in a terrible mood anyway. <laughs> <laughs> stab away, go for the nipples, cut my nipples off. <laughs> And there was a comedian years ago used to do it a bit uh, that, that, that where somebody was threatened to fight him and it, no, he said if somebody starts uh, like, like giving you a kicking just start going oh yes <laughs> oh do the face yes I'm hard you're going to make me come here you know I mean? so just imagine somebody giving you a kicking you go fucking hell you just, you just fuck off at you I would <laughs> oh yes yes <laughs> <laughs> Another <laughs> two more times. I'm going to come. <laughs> aye. So aye. So so, so there, there is so your physiology. <laughs> I start start doing that. <laughs> We're good at tangents on this podcast. I know the tangents are good. I so there's a lot of things I do. Um, so I remember years ago. Um, at a let's see about maybe eleven or twelve years ago. Like I, I was skint. You ever go through stages of skint? Yes. You've been there, right? I was skint, and then um, I was doing a... So I'd left the co I was working with the co-op. Yep. So that was my initial uh, warehouse. So pre-gist. Pre-gist, and I was there for like six years. They got a redundancy package. So so they said, um, you can either move to the new premises with us or take redundancy, and I went, fuck, take me the money. <laughs> and it was like seven grand or something, and I thought it was rich, but it only lasted a couple of months, really. And um, so... I, the year after that, I went to Australia that year, uh, but then after a few months after that, I was a bit skint. And I used to, I get this, that was before I started the gist thing. I had to get Dobby mm -hmm. just because I was skint, I had to pay my mortgage. <laughs> but I was working as a stock taker for a wee while, right? And um, and I and I was at skint, I was finishing in Glasgow, and late on at night, and I couldn't afford a taxi home, mm -hmm. right? So I had to walk home. Right, and I like to keep myself fit anyway, so I was walking home from Glasgow, which is probably two and a half, three hours. Yeah. You know, maybe for one in the morning, I was getting home and just walking home because I was just skint. Uh, so what I started doing, I started, because I knew this stuff, the kind of, I started going through, just to keep myself, my brain fucking occupied. It's like before podcasts were a thing, you would just play aye. one to yourself in your head. Aye, <laughs> aye. I, so I used to go through the alphabet and uh, and I think it's a good thing sometimes I do it before I go to bed so you go through the alphabet and think of um, either good experiences people or, or just good things you can think of with yeah. each letter of the alphabet Aye. and you, you just kind of so you maybe go so um, the kind of game you play in the car but just like name a food then you go through the alphabet aye, aye. apples, bananas, carrots aye. but so, with Good experiences. Aye. Aye. So it could be like people, you know, so A, like, it could be like somebody you know from the past. Ainsley. Ainsley, there you go. Um, um, so then B, and, and it surprises you if you go through the whole alphabet. There is actually, because sometimes you think, sometimes you get cunts in your head. 
You ever get, I remember just we used to have get oh, him. Oh, yes. You'd have like cunts in your head, the bosses playing in your head. Like, you'd get him at night and you're in a bad mood because like, could you hear that cunt shouting? <laughs> yeah. so, so this is like a pattern interrupt. So instead of doing that, you go through the alphabet. And when you're doing that, you can't think about the bad people. So you go through the, the people in your he- head and just that, v- imagine the times you spent with them. Yeah. You know, so A, B, and you can do it with places as well. So I would go A, I'd go Australia. So I've been there twice. I just imagine the good times I had in Australia. Yep. Uh, B, maybe Benadorm. I was there with my mate, Sticky Vicky and all that. <laughs> <laughs> you know Sticky Vicky, you heard of her? I've heard of her, I've not seen ah, her. Yeah. Don't, yep. don't, don't, don't Google Sticky Vicky, it's not <laughs> worth it. C, maybe Corfu, 94, um, then you just do it. And I used to do that uh, just walking home. Aye. Just go through my head and surprise you. Then would you try and do it? Could you go through like one time and then try and do it again, naming different ones? Aye. And it's amazing how many... And you could also... Um, it doesn't have to be memories. You can use your... You can maybe like, do things that you've not done. You could do like films you like, starting with... You could do what you want. One. Uh, you know, or what I used to do, I kind of maybe have ambitions... Are things that I've not done but I would like to do. Yep. You know, and it, it, a bucket list. Aye, aye, <laughs> aye. And there is a bit the, the fuck it list. We'll need to talk about the fuck it list as well. So <laughs> at some point, at some point, we're already halfway through episode two. One day we'll talk about the fuck it list aye. on the fuck it list podcast. Well, so it's good. Uh, it's just uh, and I and I think it was good. Uh, wasn't it a good mood at the start of this that now I've been reminded of that because sometimes yeah. you forget because you get in a cycle. When you, and then the pattern interrupt was being in the bad mood and then being forced. You aye. forced me to gunpoint. I push this big red button and oh, then it aye. needs to, you need to and turn and it on. I need to turn on. It's like that because it's like sometimes at a gig you're like, oh, fuck, I can't be arsed with this. Aye. But then you go, hey, hey, Mr. Happy. But then you forget you were in the bad mood by the aye. end of the gig. You go, or it could go the other way and you could turn out like the Joker. You seen the last Joker film? Aye. And he's like just a comedian having a shit time. Oh, and aye, that just turns aye. into. Murdering people, you know. Aye, well, that could happen as well. But he obviously never uh, materialised the good memories. He just wallowed in the bad ones. Oh, he wallowed in the bad ones. It was a good movie. The second one's coming out, apparently. Oh, I look forward to that. I I've not seen. Get... I've not actually seen the newest Batman one. I don't think they're related. Like that Joker film in the new Batman. No, no. But I've not seen the new Batman. Is that, is that one filmed in Glasgow or something? Aye, the Robert Pattinson one. There was bits All of it right. filmed in Glasgow. I've not watched that. I see, I'm not a big movie buff. I like movies, but I'm, no. I'm not like a bad geek on it. I can't remember if we talked about it last week or if it was, I think we did, but it wasn't on the podcast. I've like notoriously not seen loads of classic films. Yep. Um, like what have you not seen? Like. What's your favourite films you've not seen? <laughs> I've never seen The Godfather. That, we actually spoke about that last week I, either. I've uh, never seen. Insist Upon Itself. That's a family guy clip. I've, I've watched a lot of Family Guy. Aye. Um, not seen The Godfather. I've not seen the likes of Pulp Fiction. Oh, that's a good movie. I even have seen that. Oh, that must be bad for oh, me. But... <laughs> I've not seen uh, The Sixth Sense. Oh, that's good. I know the twist. So aye, that's, that's aye. been ruined. Uh, Fight so Club. I've seen that. No. Nah. So you're, you're worse than me. I thought you'd have been <laughs> more of a geek than me. I mean, geek wise, like I've seen your Star Wars stuff. Aye, so have you seen all the Star Wars? Yes. So I've not. I've seen. I think I've seen. The first three, are, well, the original three. Aye, the 70s. 70s, ones, 80s yeah. ones. Yeah. The 70s, 80s. I think I've seen some of the other ones, but I can't really remember. How many is there now? Uh, well, there's now nine of like the main, what they call the Skywalker saga. Aye. And then there's a few extra ones now. There was like Rogue One, which was like a sort of prequel about a wee group of rogues. There's the Han Solo movie. Right. Which is like a, a prequel at a Han Solo's early backstory type thing. 
what else? I think there may be another one now. I maybe haven't seen them all now because they've been churning them out. But uh, and then there's the series ah, as well. A series as well. Uh, the Mandalorian. That's excellent. What's that? Uh, it's just a story about a Mandalorian. So you know Boba Fett from the original film. What one's he against here? Is like? the see this shot glass? This guy. Aye, I, d- I don't know who he is. Like he's like a bad guy, but isn't he? Uh, he's a bounty hunter. Right. So I mean, yeah, he does like capture and kill people, but just a job in it. So that's, <laughs> just a job, that's what the Nazis say. They're just following just orders, mate. Just, that's just right. Just a job. Just a job. Um, well, the story, the the series of the Mandalorian, is excellent. That's where the wee, you know, the wee baby Yoda, aye, guy that you see all the memes and that. Of. Aye, aye, that's where that. he's from. So is that on Disney or something? Aye, right. So that's the series. Yep. Is that so good? That is excellent. Is it? You don't even need to have necessarily seen any Star Wars stuff because right. it doesn't so, particularly tie in with too much of the. So is that? So I take it this is like. Uh, the time timeline is kind of when Yoda was away. But it's not actually Baby Yoda. They just call him that. It's the same species, right? As him, right? You do find out his name later on. I won't ruin it. But people just called him that when this show first came out, right? Because they just saw a wee baby version of Yoda. All right, but so it's not actually him. They just call him that. All right. So see the is is Yoda the actual Yoda? Is he the last? It's never really species? mentioned. It's a whatever the species is called. I don't even know if it has a name. In this, I'm not that Aye. into my geeky stuff that I know Aye. all the things, but what I do know is that his species hadn't really been talked about too much within the films and even going into all the books and whatnot. Aye. It was always quite a mysterious thing, so you never really knew if he was the last one. All right. As you, know, you don't see hundreds of Yodas running about, do you? No, I think in the, see, like the, the Clone Wars films, see, like the, the ones that came out in the early 2000s. Aye. Like, in Attack of the Clones, I think episode two, I think there might have been one other of that species that you saw Aye. on the Jedi Council or something. Like his bird? Did he have a bird? I don't know if he had a bird. I don't think he had any offspring. Was Yoda a wee, a wee virgin then, was he? He seems the type. He was like a wee monk type thing, wasn't he? Aye, aye. But yeah, he was always like dead frail, walking about and then... Aye, then he'd put a fuck out Aye, you. then he'd like whip his lightsaber out and he's flipping all over the place. And I'm like, if you can do that, why is he... Hobbling about, I think he's just trying to get like a act. disabled parking badge or something. Aye, so it's, uh, he's parking. I think he's, he's probably getting <laughs> some extra money for the brew. Aye, he's probably Stealing getting dis- disability allowance. Classic benefit scrounger. Aye, so you so you've heard the here first. Yoda is a benefit cheat. Yep. It's like when <laughs> when they would come to his door, he'd be like flipping about with your lightsaber in the house and all Aye. that, and then they'd, they'd ring his doorbell. That guy's that sounded a bit of porn away there, uh, doesn't it? It's like that guy getting. Battered in the streets of Glasgow. Uh, harder. All oh, right, uh, <laughs> I heard that a bit earlier. So I like Yoda. The high guys, he would still get his, he would still get his um, disability allowance because he would try to cancel it. But then because he's got the force, he's like, <laughs> these are not the gyros you're trying to cancel or something. No, he would, he would be able to kind of turn it around, wouldn't he? Because he, he couldn't come, he couldn't go to the dole office and say to Yoda, "I'm going to stop your money," because he'd be able to use the force. Yes. It's potentially the main benefit of having Jedi mind powers. Aye. Just get, you could just get to the bank and just withdraw. I'm going to sneeze. Oh. oh. I thought I was going to lose that there. That would be horrible. <laughs> no, maybe that's how I was in a bad mood. I think I lost a sneeze yesterday. There is potentially nothing worse. I was like, you know, uh, 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 and it's away. Your eyes start watering and all that, and then it's gone. You just feel like you've wasted a bit of your day. I know, you've wasted like, like 10 seconds of your day, just no sneezing. Could have been spent doing much more useful stuff. But, aye. But then what? 
editing the podcast. Aye, well, you've not done yet, have you? <laughs> I've not really, no. I've been busy, been working away. <laughs> Aye. Then his job, like, uh, Chris has got another job. His mystical job. His mystical job, but he's too ashamed to admit <laughs> it. <laughs> I told you last week, I'm a CCTV engineer. Except, of course, a CCTV engineer, he's a grass. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Maybe, we'll, we'll mention it one day, right? I'll tell you on the Patreon. Ten pound a month. Go. Uh, Ten pound a month. No. Well, the more of you that start paying for the Patreon, the sooner I can stop doing aye, my job. So. Aye. I once, once we get that happening. Right. So we got from um, pre-show ritual, positive mindset, Yoda. Yoda. Oh, the plan. This is exactly what we had planned for this episode. Well, I've got all my notes. I've got all my notes here. We're on track. Uh, Thirty-two minutes. Yoda. We're bang on. Aye. And I think aye. Uh, definitely. Plan. What's next then? Next. Is this the awkward silence bit? There's always a, an awkward silence There's bit. an awkward silence. And do you know what? I slightly edited it last week. I didn't get rid of it. I just made the silence shorter. Ah, but don't leave it, so man. It, you just see me going, so we'll cut out this silence. But there was just a slightly less silence. But it's, awkward silences are good. See if you're comfortable with somebody and you have an awkward silence. I mean, when you're recording a podcast, I which think the main medium is the audio of it and there's an awkward silence. People might be driving along thinking, oh, that's the Bluetooth disconnected. No, but what, <laughs> what, we're, what we're going to do is for the next half hour, it's going to be like the meditation part of the podcast. So we're just going to like, get people to think, just going to imagine what we're saying. Yeah, what but, we were saying, but just picture a time that you enjoyed, that you were happy, try and materialise those feelings. All right, we'll speak to you next week. Cheers. So just, so for the rest, for the next half hour, just visualise half an hour of a podcast that you enjoyed <laughs> just visualise it and pretend it's our podcast right <laughs> right that was my favourite episode what was? the one I watched alright what did you head. watch? Um, last week's episode of this oh did you, did you actually watch it? <laughs> right Um so what were we talking about? We're talking about um, Yoda. Yoda rituals, feeling good, and that another. What else do I do? Right. Um, so here's the thing I do as well. Right. So this is stuff that there is stuff that I do to make myself feel good. Mm-hmm. Breathing. I breathe. Aye. Regularly. I have it like <laughs> pot like um, just breathing kind of um, deeply. Yeah. Deep breathing. Do you have any particular? I've seen various. Sort of breathing patterns people talk about, like, you know, breathe in for, what, four seconds, hold it for, what um, is it? There's one that's numbers, I forget, it's like the right. four, five, four, five, seven or something, four, three, something seven. Something like that. It's like, so you breathe in for four, then you hold it for whatever, and then you You hold it out. for an hour and breathe out <laughs> for two days. Um, I was actually thinking about this the other day, like, I was, I had a wee break uh, in between some shifts. I was working away, I was staying in a hotel. And I had like a night shift the night before. Aye. I had to get up early to get out of my hotel, drive to my next hotel, and I had like an hour just to chill before I'd go back out and work. Living a dream, eh? Notice no podcast editing time in there. <laughs> loads of time, um, loads of time. So, but actually this just came to mind, like, again, it's a lot of stuff that my dad talks about. He's Aye. into all the breathing stuff. Aye. And I was, <laughs> I didn't remember the numbers and I didn't bother Googling them, but I just figured, in the ballpark, I'll try it. And I sat for a wee bit and I breathed in. I think I was doing in for four. Hold. Aye. Or in for five, hold for four, out for six. I don't know. Aye. Somewhere around that. And you know, I did feel quite good. Literally, I sat there for maybe about 10 minutes. It, just sort of, I think mainly the thing is focusing on the numbers. 
focusing <coughs> on counting because it just draws your focus away from the aye, from shit that you're stressed the, on. Aye, the shit you're, shit you're thinking about. And you yeah. don't need, I don't think you need to focus too much on the number, just the breathing. Just the fact that, because when you're feeling kind of stressed, just kind of breathing shallow. Yeah. Because you, you don't breathe, you don't notice it, but you're not really, you're kind of, but just, even sometimes a couple of deep breaths. Yep. And the thing I do, right, this is a bad thing I do, right, Um, because um, it's like, see your focus, like, like if you're thinking on something that's pissing you off, that you feel like shit, right? Yep. Um, so think about where your focus goes, like, like sometimes you get scatterbrain focus when it's all over the place. Yeah, but you need, you should be picking one thing, Aye. whether it's work you need to think on, you know, get this thing to do in an hour. And, and then you, you can focus done. on your breathing. This is what I do sometimes, right? And I don't know if this is mental or no. But sometimes you ever do things you think this is mental, right? So if, I, if I'm sitting, kind of <laughs> feeling my breathing, right? So sitting breathing, uh, or just try to kind of feel good, right? I'll, well, do I'll breathe, right? I'll, I'll maybe think of something. I'll maybe do the alphabet thing first that I was talking about earlier. Yep. And, and that gets you kind of feeling good anyway. But then what, what I can do is I'll, I can maybe sit there and... You feel you feel all right now, don't you? Feel good, yeah. Right. So what, what I would do is I'd kind of maybe breathe, and I'd maybe even if I don't, I know you feel kind of numb sometimes. You feel kind of blah, kind of numb after all the crisps. After all the crisps, so I'll kind of breathe, and I'll and I'll, I'll think of uh, just kind of focus on my body. Can I maybe scan yourself? Yep. You can I scan yourself and find somewhere that feels good. Okay. Right. So it could just be like we point somewhere. You got, you got, you got it somewhere. It's going to seem weird, but my right wrist feels pretty good at the right, moment. Right, right. I don't know why. I swear. It's went like a wanking podcast. <laughs> right. So right, so so right, so you, I get it there. Right, sometimes right. Okay. So I can right. So what I do is I can breathe and I, I th- think of a way place that feels good. But you notice if you focus on that, it spreads. Right, so you're going to focus on that feeling good because you maybe feel like you've got a sore shoulder, right? If you focus on that, ah, fucking sore shoulder. If you focus on that, you kind of forget about the, the, the foot. So you right. focus on the good bit, then I notice that it spreads and then it maybe goes to my legs. You go, fucking hell, my legs feel good now. Right. So if you focus on your wrist feeling good, you'll notice that it maybe goes somewhere else after that. Interesting. It's like that. Have you seen the experiments they've done with Wim Hof where he can. Aye. Like they'll inject him with some kind of. Uh, I was E. coli, know, I think. He aye, aye. And like through his breathing and that kind of stuff, he was able to like focus his uh, his immune system to like the physical location where they've injected him with this. Right. Within about, I'm going to say 30 minutes to an hour, aye. he was able to like fight this off. That's fascinating, isn't yeah. it? It's but fascinating. All through the breath. The breath stuff he's done is insane. That's brilliant. Um, it's brilliant. That, that, when, I just, don't know. when you were talking about breathing, I read a book a while ago called The Oxygen Advantage. Have you right. read that? I don't think I've read that one. Um, I can't remember who it's by. I'll find it. But, uh, I Google it. I'll that one. It. Aye. It's, it's about... Uh, a lot of it's to do with breathing through your nose rather than your mouth. Um, I'm shit how, at breathing through my nose. Well, you should read this. It's quite interesting how, how much more sort of advantage in oxygen you get into your bloodstream by breathing through your nose compared to through your mouth. Aye. Um, and then there's other stuff about how people use the methods in this book to basically when they're you know training say for a marathon aye I'm on my training now for my running mate I'm, aye 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 um, 
Oh, ah, you should definitely read this. Sorry, right. I'm just now learning it's hard to type and talk at the same time. Ah, yeah, <laughs> multitasking. Uh, right, the Oxygen Advantage. Here we go. Bye. So imagine you are playing the guitar and talking at the same time <laughs> and typing. I mean, I can guitar and sing at the same time. I see that. That's aye. I think typing's the. I mean, I also play drums, so I'm actually quite good with uh, having two hands doing something, two feet aye, doing something, aye. and singing at the same time. I see. I, did you find that difficult when you started? Or? Um, it came quite naturally to me. There's some stuff that's like when you start doing more advanced stuff with your left foot, because a lot of times the left foot, when you're playing drums, doesn't even necessarily need to be doing it, but you'll just kind of naturally be bouncing aye, it along. Aye, aye. Then if you start playing with like <coughs> double kick pedals and stuff, it starts getting a bit more advanced. Then you add singing. Anyway, we're talking about the Oxygen Advantage. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to sing it again. Um, right, it's called The Oxygen Advantage <laughs> by Patrick McKeown. Right. Paddy! Paddy McKeown. Do you know him? No. 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 <laughs> I think I've heard of the name of the book before. I've never actually... Aye. I don't think I've read it. Um, when I say I read it, I think I had it on headphones over a few Audible. nights aye, while I was like falling asleep. So it's probably aye. like subliminally in there somewhere. Aye. I don't remember too much of it, to be honest. But... Uh, it's quite interesting that there's these methods that people use to effectively, when they're running, make it as if they're running at a high altitude. Right. So you know how the guys that always do well in marathons, like Kenyan guys and that? Oh, they're phenomenal, aren't they? And it's because they're training in the Kenyan, high up in the mountains. Aye, aye. There's, you aye. Know, so there's thinner, less oxygen. Thinner oxygen. Aye. So when they come down to normal level that we're at, aye. They're getting a big advantage because they're getting more oxygen Aye. and their body's used to Aye. working with less. I've seen them. I've seen that. Uh, I've done the Edinburgh Marathon a few times. All right. And there's a point where I can't uh, think of anywhere worse to run. Do you need to go up and do another house? No, no. It's actually a flat no, It's actually one of the flattest there is because you run. You kind of run from the city centre of Edinburgh down like along Princess Street and that. No, no. You kind of no. You go down the uh, Musselburgh direction. Ah, okay. So you kind of like go out and you're. So it's actually uh, apparently I think the first eight miles is kind of a downhill. Right. So you're running for the, the, the you kind of set off a kind of where, where do we set off the kind of university building the TV at. All right, okay. So yep. You set off for there and it's downhill. So the first eight miles is fairly. So it's actually one of the, the flattest apparently. I, I didn't actually think there would be eight miles of coherent downhill. I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's no. a, you know what I mean? No, just, no, it's just very gradual, but in gradual. Edinburgh, I would just expect that everything's either straight aye. down, straight up. Or, aye, if you're in the centre of Edinburgh, <laughs> it's a bit like that, but it's, all, it's more or less downhill and it's fairly flat. So aye, you can run a way out, you, you can back along the beach and you finish in Musselburgh race course. Ah, okay, yeah. Um, what was I talking about? Aye, I was just... Uh, aye, so I see the aye. So I remember, so there's a point where, like, you, pa you pass, you, you pass runners coming the other way, so you, you're going out, you go out and you turn at one point. Right. So you point, there's a point where you pass the winners, the, the, the front runners. Right. You see these these Kenyan guys sprinting, you I know, just they're, they're sprinting for like 26 miles. Aye, you seen that? And uh, if I'd done that for like a minute, I'd be fucked. What's that guy's name? That done the, he was going for the sub two hour marathon. Is it Kipchoge? I can't remember, I My mum was watching a load of stuff about him a while ago. Um, and I remember they were... It was, I think it was the Imola F1 track, no, uh, Monza in Italy, right? Where they did it because they were looking for a kind of flat location. I did done it, on, he beat it unofficially. I they saw an official record because he had pacemakers and stuff. Aye, they had like a car in front with like a aye. laser they had to follow. It had guys in front of him for like aerodynamic advantage, aye, aye. and then he was wearing mad shoes. Aye, like I know you can legally wear them in the thing, aye. but like somebody I saw something the other day that somebody had done a marathon and. There's a guy just over. Aye, there's a guy done under, under. Well, it was two hours and, a few and fifty seconds. odd, like forty seconds or something. Aye, I saw that. 
because um, then it kind of reminded me and I went back and watched some of that stuff. Aye. Um, so somebody will beat two hours officially at some point. Yeah. It won't be me. You never know. Never know. Next year. <laughs> so I'm doing, I'm doing the marathon next year. I've done five. Hard to believe. Five. I don't uh, know if I've walked the equivalent of a marathon <laughs> this year. <laughs> I've done five and I, I, I've, been, I've actually been training recently quite a lot because I shamed myself because okay. I've done the marathon this year but it was my worst time ever. What was your best? My best time was four hours twelve. Okay. So it was, it was like um, 14 years ago. You're only two hours off the Kenyans. <laughs> so for me that's pretty good. I'm quite happy with that. I'd like to beat four hours but this, this year I was six hours 27 minutes. So that's a terrible time and it was a lot of walking and I had to walk about three miles because oh. I just hadn't trained because I'd signed up for it and I almost pulled out but I thought you know what it was like a challenge I thought fuck it I'm going to do fuck it, it. Titular. that's another the thing fuck it I wanted to see if I could do it without the training although I didn't run a lot yet it was, I mean the first half I ran a lot yet but then the second half I was walking because I was fucked yeah. and there's a bus of shame that picks people up if they go over <laughs> if they're slower than six and a half hours <laughs> that's so, a shame so I just about beat the bus of shame. It's not officially called that, but there's a bus that picks up slow. Oh, but within the circle, it is called the bus Aye. of shame. And me. So my, my challenge this year was to beat the bus of shame. And next year, I'd like to beat my four hours. Okay. But I, I, I need to, like, I've been training a lot the last few months. It was Edinburgh Festival, because I fucked it up a wee bit because I was drinking for a month. But No, I mean, you'll be shocked by looking at me. I don't do the running stuff. I'm sure we'll get, we'll get um, you out. I was, there was a period... Over the last couple of years, I got quite into squash. You ever play squash? I've played before, not for years Aye. though. I probably played about five times. Aye. No, I got in it and played it quite regularly. Aye. Um, Come on, old TV. Um, aye, the But uh, again, I keep using work as an excuse for a lot of things, like why I'm not doing my music. I know, it's um, a shy excuse. Pain bills is a pain in the arse. It, it is. Um, but it's also my excuse as to why I did. I've actually done really well with my fitness stuff, like. For about six months up until when lockdown hit, I was really? doing really well. I'd lost like three and a half stone. Aye. And I was aye. getting as much into the routine with eating well as much as I was aye. working out and stuff. Um, Come lockdown, everything went to shit, as it did with everyone. Aye. And then over since then, I've kind of been on and off and blaming it on work. <laughs> you got to use something. It's tough, isn't it? Like, I'm the same because I'm, I'm, I'm not heavy now, but I'm, you know, I was, lo- I was losing a wee bit of weight. The running's helping, but I'm eating shit. I've been through stages that, that I was eating quite well. Shamble at 30 stone, which it doesn't sound a lot for, for me, though. I was always like 11 stone. I was always like 10 and a half to 11 stone for years. Yeah. And I think the last few years I've been over 13 stone, which is for me is like fucking, <laughs> that's heavy. And I don't think it's that heavy, but just for me it was all, that's quite. Aye. No, I don't know what the, I know there's a chart of your BMI and what you're meant to be per. Aye. Well, I, I think my BM is higher than it should be at the moment. Yeah, I think mine is too. Aye. <laughs> um, I mean, we've done no bad 47 minutes, Aye. mainly talking about how we weren't ready to start. Aye, uh, <laughs> I, I'm not ready, so we'll start now. Aye, 47 <laughs> minutes in, welcome to episode two. As episode two, so we're going to have guests on as well. Aye, have you got any in mind? Have you spoken well, to anyone I've yet? Well, I've not spoken to anybody because I've, I've been using excuses like yourself. I've, not, I've done for Bloody work. Bloody work in the way no, I get work. Like I've hardly worked the last month, you know. Can you say a wee post fringe break? Aye, because I, I I made all right money in the fringe. It's running out now, right enough. So I've no worked, <laughs> um, and I've just been fucking doing nothing. 
so this is good. This gives me something today. I was out yesterday. I was at, I was in Glasgow. Aye. Um, was it mostly drinking? I've, no, I've drank once since August. Aye. I drank yesterday. Did you? Aye. aye. Um, <laughs> One of those weeks. I just had to. Aye. So, what was I saying there? Uh, I can't remember. Was I, that was on a tangent there? And I, I forgot. You hadn't they worked? Aye, I've not worked. Aye, so I've not worked much because I've cause I've not had to, but then I, I don't. I, I need to get out and work again. But I'm in, I'm in a kind of um, thing now where, um, you know, you, know, you say work holds you back. Yeah. Right, so I, I, I'm on the verge of going, fuck it. And I've done it a few times over the years. See, like, see, just giving up work for a while and focusing on my comedy and doing well. But that there's always that fear of having to pay my mortgage. It draws me back in yeah. again. I'd like the option of see if I could have like a year sabbatical or something. Aye, because I don't want to just quit. Aye, but I'd like to take a year holiday to just take a year and do what I want. I do and, your music, and ideally the plan would be in that year to build up doing music or a podcast or whatever to the point where I don't actually need to go back Aye. to the job. Aye. But it's there as a something to fall back on do you know what I mean I see I don't like that fall back on thing that's I think no. we have got it but that sometimes the, the, the kind of safety net right. stops you going bored deep no I get that that's like that got thrown down your neck in school for us when it was like going to uni like you need to go to uni you need to go and do this aye and then like I was right into my music in school I went I left school to, to do music at college and uh that was just always a thing like oh I want to go and pursue music and like you know certain teachers or family or whatever be like ah well you need something more secure to fall back on and I'm like but it's annoying if it? you've got that it makes you more likely to use it aye so, what did, did you study music at school uh, uni uh, so I intended to go and do a degree right. in music I did the first year of that which got me an HNC right after that year I just kind of realised I didn't really enjoy the course there was a lot in it that I just didn't find particularly either relevant or enjoyable. Right. So you'd actually be better just go and doing gigs instead. That was the exact plan. After my first year, I was like, I'm actually going to go and get a job and just gig myself at the weekend. You know, I've, got, I've already got decent contacts in the industry and stuff. So I went and got my first warehouse job in Asda. Yes. Pre-gist. Warehouse. Where was that? That was in Falkirk. Falkirk, yes. So the problem with that was it was back shift. Every weekend, ah, prime prime gigging time. Fuck that. So every Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I was working like two in the afternoon till 12 at night or whatever. Aye. So you're not going to gig at that. I only lasted three months in there because it was, you won't believe this, more depressing of a warehouse than just. Was it shit? Aye. It's good we could slag off warehouses now because we don't work one anymore. <laughs> we're, we're better than warehouses. Aye. But Aye. Um, <laughs> I went straight for there to just. Right. And I went there because there was quite a lot of my pals or guys that I went to school with that worked in that one and I knew Right, them. right. And as much it was as it was technically the same job, I enjoyed it more because I knew the people, the guys I got on with. It was also like just up the hill from my house. Aye. I didn't need to drive twenty minutes every day. So, so it suited me just because uh, it was a, a, it was like a and the zero hour contract zero hour part contract. of it also suited in terms of gigging. Aye, because I've not had a I've not had a full time job for about twelve years, like an actual full time job, uh, because of my my comedy. Because I, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Somebody says like you can get a full time job. Yeah. Because I, I worked with Gist, which was zero hour contract. Um. So that that was good because I could fuck off. Because there's a lot of times during that where I've been skint and fell behind your mortgage and stuff. Mm -hmm. But there's no way I could do a full time job because it's it just scares me. 
Aye. Because see, see if I had to say, uh, see, if I, see if I got a knockback for a holiday to go and do the festival, I'd be like, fuck this, I'm not doing it then. Aye. I'm, I'm stick your job up your ass. I need to go because I could not do the As festival. I've, I've heard uh, numerous comedians talking about that on podcasts. Like, uh, Aye. I'm sure all the some laugh boys were talking about that. Oh, there he's, um, there he's uh, <laughs> plugging other podcasts. That's Aye. all right. Get, get them on his guests. Aye, I'm sure they'll do it at some the, point. Um, so, like, Mark used to work in Asda. Right. He had a story about, like, he had to get time off for a gig or whatever, they wouldn't give him it. And then he told them that his uncle had died. Aye. And to, to like, make it believable, he came in his next shift, like, in a suit, as if he'd just been to the funeral that morning. Aye, aye, probably. <laughs> um, I have seen that, aye. And then, I think it was, like, a similar thing with uh, Stephen. He worked in the co-op, I think. He had a similar right. story. Um, you were actually talking last week about Darren Connell. I've just started listening to his podcast this week. Aye. And I've listened to pretty much that and only that this week. Right, aye. I'm really enjoying Because he does a lot of them on his own, doesn't he? Aye, well, just him. A bit like us, him aye. and his uh, producer, Paul. Aye. Paul, aye. He's just sitting, talk a bit of nonsense like this. But um, he had a similar thing when he left Asda. When his boss was like, where are you going? He was like, Hollywood. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck it, aye. Because a lot of people kinda, don't take you seriously. They kind of go, I'm doing gigs and what are you doing? I remember like years ago, um, I was doing a gig. I had like hundreds. I had, like, I counted. I think I had thirty-five jobs at least. Aye. I tried to count them one day, and I think I probably missed a few. I think I had four. Right, four. Two of which like, were right. warehouse. Right. Um, so I was working out. I was working in IBM in Greenock. Right. Right. Years ago, so I was driving. It was like twelve-hour like shifts. I think it was over Christmas or something. And I was working out there, and I remember um, I was fairly new. We have a guest. A comedy. Hello there. I've got a guest. It was fairly new at comedy. Come in, come in. Uh, this is Ainsley. Hi, Ainsley. Hi. I've just, I've just met. Hi. Yeah, that one's at your Hi, back. Hi, in front of you. I see. <laughs> right. So what was I saying? Ainsley, Ainsley's interrupting me. I don't know what I was saying there now. So uh, what was I saying? I so was You're working at IBM. In, I was working at IBM. It was a, it was a shitty job. It was an easy job, but it was like miles away. And I remember, you know how workmates can out? They don't understand that you do other stuff. Aye, and yeah. I went so it was a two hour shift and I was like I had to get away early or something I went because I was going to do the stand in Edinburgh mm-hmm. right and I was going to do five minutes and I said to them I'm going to, I need to get away early and they went are you getting paid for it and they went no because <laughs> that's what you do when you start doing comedy you do, do loads, loads of open mic gigs it's, yeah. it's how you learn and they, they couldn't understand the fact that I was driving all the way to Edinburgh to do a gig for fuck a five all minute spot. I was like that's what you need to do Aye. and yeah. they don't they go are you mental that can be the same in music you just do a gig that you're not getting paid for. Because you've got loads of open mic gigs as well, don't you? Open mic, so you get the shitty promoters that'll get you on for exposure. Oh, fucking exposure. <laughs> right, like, uh... Exactly. <laughs> Hello, is that, is that a cord mortgages? Uh, I can't, I've only got, I've got, I've done two cracking gigs this month. And uh, I like, well, oh, there was a hundred people there, so the exposure was, did you, did you take exposure? I've been exposed. Aye, and then now all of a sudden you're on on the street, can I be a tin? Can I, can I get some exposure to buy a sandwich, please? <laughs> oh dear. Uh, fucking, fucking exposure. Do you get exposure as well? Oh, music? Aye, aye. Oh, it's full of promise. It'll get you some exposure. We've done some exposure gigs in our time. Uh, suppose, I suppose this podcast is kind of an exposure as well, but we chose to do it. Aye. It's not like somebody's booked us and said... That. You can have the honour of playing on this stage. I Aye, that's what exposure. they say to you, isn't it? And you get like you get like charity gigs. Nothing wrong with doing charity gigs. Like I do some of them as well, 
But sometimes you go to a charity gig and you look at everybody's getting paid, right? A lot most charities will give you something. I done one a few weeks ago and I got a, a wee envelope with something that I was like, ah, that's cool, that's fine. But you go to a charity gig and you go, right, the, the, the performers don't get paid, but then you look, you've got the bar staff, the door staff, fucking everybody in the building's getting paid, apart <laughs> from the guys that have actually brought the punters in. Because they're doing out the goodness of their charitable hearts. Aye, but the, the bar staff, what, what about them? You do do a shift for free, like, fuck off. <laughs> imagine imagine we, we worked in just, and says, we're going to do a charity uh, shift today. <laughs> <laughs> I just let the boss for that. I was like, do you want to come in? I let pair tips for that. Do you want to come in, boys? Eh, we're, we're doing like a, we're raising money for children that need, we need you to do a 12 hour shift for nothing. Go and lift these uh, toys. That's uh, what the Christmas shifts felt like. See, the, <laughs> see when you signed up for that like Christmas bonus overtime shit. The turkeys did. and all that. Aye. aye. And you would like, like six o'clock in the morning till six at night. Love it. Like dream. through all of December. You, you never seen any daylight. No. Like you got there in the morning, it was dark, and you left, it was dark. And you were working in a fridge. Sometimes the freezer. Sometimes the freezer. My favourite, actually, one of my favourite Christmas memories. <laughs> we're, at, we're at minute 57. This can be the closer to the episode. Right. But there's a wee guy. I'll bleep his name, right? Hold on. <laughs> Where's the bleep? Is that a bleep thing you've got there? Cunt bastard fuck, right? Oh, yeah, there you go. Right, do you remember a wee guy called... That worked. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You could do a full, a full uh, episode on... <laughs> So he, when we were doing like the, the process of the the turkeys at Christmas in the warehouse was a bit different. Aye, 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 so like aye, instead aye. of you could fuck it up quite easily because because it was like every turkey was for a, a specific customer. Aye, so like you know when you go to M and S at Christmas and you people would book their specific turkey they want. I want a turkey called George. Yes, and they're <laughs> picking it up at this store on the twenty third of December. Aye. So it was like all those customers. And they picked how it got strangled and all that, how it got killed. Aye. The colour of the rope that went on his neck. I want, <laughs> <laughs> I want it killed in front of his family. <laughs> um, too far now. <laughs> so we had to pick all these custom orders. And Aye. it's not just like, most times it's just like you're sending this many of this product to this store. But this Aye. one, it was like, no, this exact one is going to this exact person. Yep. Aye. It's going to a specific store Aye. and all that. So this wee guy, on the first time we What's ever his name again? <laughs> <laughs> he, within about half an hour, had fucked up. Oh, I'm going to say 50 families Christmases. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Are they, they on like, chicken that year, aren't they? <laughs> I think they were in vegetable pies or something. Um, I, I see him occasionally. That's he aye, cuts aye. about round about here. I run into him. We did see him at the bus stop. Aye, he's hanging about. And I think him, I told, he's always behind you there. <laughs> I told you this story, I think, when we ran into him when we were out for a walk one day. Just about all the Christmases he's ruined. I still see I mean, they fix it. They, fi- they fix it, but it takes about... So if you fuck up in that job, you take about half hour to fuck up, and then it takes about two hours to, <laughs> to, to fix everything, to get it back. But what was good about that was it wasn't monitored by the headsets like everything else was. So in a That's normal right. shift, it's like you pick a palette of however oh, many I products. Oh, you talk to the headset, man. And you need to tell the headset like the product code, how many of it you've got, and then it, you walk around the warehouse and it will tell you to stop at the store. You're basically a cyborg, aren't you? Aye, and it would just be like, one, and you'd need to put one thing Aye. down and go, one, and that was Aye. eight hours of your day Aye, just talking to this wee headset. See, I'm getting depressed thinking about this. I started off in a bad mood. Yeah. I got myself in a good mood, and now <laughs> and we've now come full circle and, and we're now you're 59 talk- minutes in. That's us. <laughs> and now you're talking about the warehouse again, and it puts you in a bad mood. But, um, yeah, I quite like it. Christmas time, just remembering back to this wee guy Aye. fucking up. 
all the families' Christmases and just thinking about I, them all sitting around the table crying, just eating like pieces and ham. Pieces and ham. <laughs> no, but, I mean, we done ham as well, but so we probably fucked up the ham as well. Uh, pieces and what was meant to be ham, but ended up being like Bra- cranberry juice. Cranberry juice. <laughs> a piece and cranberry juice. Is that a thing? That's a uh... <laughs> This is going to be excellent listening. Us having a conversation with somebody <laughs> that's not on a mic. I know, I know. So uh, I, you can say hello. Stick, stick your head in. Come on, stick your head in. Right, fair enough. Uh, okay, any closing remarks? That's us hit the hour. I don't know, because I, I don't know. That was all right. Part of me feels like we haven't started. No, uh, which is a good thing. We've chatted for an hour. So so we're still, <laughs> so this is an hour. We've got an audience now, so we've built an audience of one. Yeah. Right, so we started off last week with nobody. Uh, just me and Chris, and then we've got an audience of one. So, Do you um, think this is going to turn into like a live studio audience, like recording friends or something? Possibly. <laughs> I mean, we are, we're pretty much done. So. so we've got one audience, and now she's like unsubscribed. <laughs> she's got the unsubscribe. So that, so basically, I was still working out the podcast, which is good. And so that's how we started. The, um, the idea of the fuck it list thing was to do something before you're ready, right? So I could have we could have said the day that. Um, that like um because it became a day we didn't really have anything. Nah. So you you messaged me yesterday go, you did the podcast, so I've not really got much to talk about, but I thought, fuck it, let's go and do it, see what happens. And we didn't feel ready, but we've done an hour, we've got some stuff out of that. Yeah. So if you if you if there's something I don't know if there's something you this is getting getting philosophical now. If there's something you want to do, you don't feel ready, just go and fucking do it, whether you feel ready or not, just say fuck it and go and do it. Right. Inspirational words. Inspirational, right? Remember so to follow us on all the things. Follow us. I, you'll put the you'll do the technical stuff and put a list of the stuff. But follow us on all the things: Patreon, Facebook, Instagram, MySpace, and all that. Bebo, Bebo. Later, we'll send you like a letter. No, we won't. No. Right. See you next week. Thank See you. you. Later. Cheers. <laughs>